Joining us in the studio is the mayor of Collingwood, His Worship, Brian Saunderson. Great to have you back, Brian. It's great to be here. Good winter morning to both of you. Nice. You sound a bit husky this morning. Yes. uh, I'll take that as a compliment. I've always been a fan of husky dogs. Uh, (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I thought it was over the bug and it sort of had a rebound, but... uh, it's, I'm, I'm doing well. No, well, you, you look great, and uh, and I understand that you've been meeting royalty, or at least as close as we get in this country. Yes, absolutely. Uh, was, yesterday was an exciting day in town. We welcomed her honor, the Honorable uh, Elizabeth uh, Dowdswell, the mm-hmm. Lieutenant Governor of Ontario, who's the Queen's representative um, under our Constitution. So she came to town. Um, I met her honor at uh, the UN announcement back in uh, late uh, November, and uh, since that time, she's invited me down to her residence with other uh, municipal leaders to talk about sustainability. Um, her honor has a, a, an incredible past. Uh, she started off as a teacher, then a professor, and then got into the civil service, uh, public service in Saskatchewan, uh, and then federally, and then became the undersecretary at the United Nations looking mm-hmm. into sustainability. So the UN Sustainability Goals, there's 17 of them. Collingwood uh, announced yesterday that uh, in conjunction with the UN will be uh, the lead city, a uh, small urban city, for um, uh, Sustainable Development Goal number 11, which is safe, resilient, and inclusive communities. What does that mean practically? What What are we in store for? Well, uh, practically, it means that uh, every spring, uh, late June, we will be hosting a conference uh, inviting leaders from all over, all municipalities all over the world, uh, to come to Collingwood to talk about best practices in the municipal sector and the small urban sector. Uh, and more specifically, it means that we'll be working with the UN to identify um, uh, some aspects of the sustainability agenda, whether it be cultural, social, economic, or environmental, uh, to champion those causes and uh, and then become sort of, uh, well, not sort of, but to be an example for the world. Mm-hmm on uh, how small uh, urban municipalities can thrive and put best practices in place. Wow. So it's a very exciting opportunity. We're really looking forward to it. And the first conference will be this June 23rd and 24th. And so we're looking forward to working with the UN to advance some goals that are also part of Collingwood's uh, community-based strategic plan. So it advances our community as well. Fantastic. Coming up February, of course, Black History Month. Uh, Collingwood usually does something to recognize that. Yes, um, I mean, this is a very important month, and uh, it's more important this year, actually, than in the last 30 years, because the Sheffield Park Black History and Cultural Museum, which is curated and co-owned by Carolyn Wilson and Sylvia Wilson, um, and have been um, preserving and uh, um, promoting black history in the Collingwood and the surrounding area, they're now celebrating their 30th anniversary. Wow. 30th anniversary of programming. So the museum is open from May to October. Um, and as part of the Black History Month, the Sheffield Park uh, Black History and Cultural Museum will be hosting a series of speakers. And to learn more about the speaker series, uh, go online. Uh, you can get it through the town uh, calendar of web events. And if you haven't had an opportunity <coughs> to go to the museum, put it on your list because it's a pretty amazing piece of land that they have. And just the, the history and, and the buildings and, and the pieces of, of work that they have uh, for people to go mm. in and check out, it's pretty remarkable. Yes, and Simcoe County was part of the Underground Railroad, and they have yeah. the, uh, the Methodist Church down in Oral Medante, so there's lots of, uh, lots of history to celebrate in our area. Mr. Mayor, let's talk about the Collingwood Elvis Festival. A lot of people not happy to hear that there is a, a likelihood we may not have a Collingwood Elvis Festival this year. 
Well, uh, that is a likelihood, and uh, as we spoke uh, about many times, when the town decided it wasn't going to be the the main facilitator host of the event, uh, we did put it out to private tender on a proponent-by-proponent basis. And now two proponents have come in, and uh, after hard work looking at the business model, decided they're not going to pursue it. My understanding is there's another proponent, but it just shows, I think, the difficulty in operating that Mm -hmm. event. And and the, the the economics we created such a wonderful reputation over 25 years uh, that to do it well and to do it right and to do it justice uh, is not a simple task and so the, the business model is very difficult. We're hopeful that uh, the next proponent will be able to do it. Um, certainly, it's a wonderful thing for Collingwood. Um, but uh, that really is, is I guess, going to remain to be seen. I think people don't realize the licensing behind it, behind Elvis, and all the prep work that goes into that. It's not just so, – because some people might be listening and say, oh, it's just putting on a festival. No. We could do that. Yeah. There's a lot of licensing behind it. Well, there's the licensing required, and then and then you've got to make the business case for bringing the uh, the acts here and putting on a quality festival, and and it's a very tight bottom line. Mm-hmm. And I think we saw that through a number of years when the uh, the – uh, deficit would run anywhere from you know twenty to eighty to a hundred thousand. So it, it's a large investment, and uh, we're hopeful that someone will find a business model to do it. But I think it shows how difficult it was to operate that festival. Yeah, absolutely. And that, and I can't imagine what an outside promoter would have to do because a lot of the facilities that we had as a town, we didn't have to rent from ourselves, <laughs> so they would have to incur those expenses. It could be a, a challenge to do for sure. Uh, there's a considerable amount of economic impact that the Elvis Festival brought to us each year. Uh, is there a plan to how we can repatriate that some other way? Yes. Uh, <clears throat> when we decided to end Elvis as a municipal event, um, the rationale is that we'd like to take that expertise, that in-house expertise, and apply that to developing other festivals. So this year we had the uh, Winter Festival instead of Frozen. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have um, si- Side Launch Days, which is ex- extremely popular. And then we work with uh, local uh, residents and restaurants and uh, stakeholders to hold other festivals like Whiskey Licious. Right. So we're trying to use that expertise to leverage and make our other festivals uh, as large and successful as Elvis was. And so we're taking the one and hopefully going to morph that into two or three or four festivals. Fantastic. Lots of winter activities going on. We should probably quickly go through that uh, the town is putting on. Yes, there's uh, some great activities coming up. Uh, there's inclusive skates, so join us uh, on Sundays from 1.30 to 3 p.m. Uh, at Central Park Arena. And everyone of all abilities is welcome. There are wheelchairs, sledges, and other adapted uh, devices are certainly acceptable. There's nice. Nordic pole walking Tuesdays from 10.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. at Central Park Arena. And there are poles available to borrow. There's chair yoga, which I think I should get into. <laughs> and that's Thursdays from 10.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. at the Central Park Arena. Uh, and this upcoming family day, there's going to be a sledge hockey uh, yeah. opportunity. So on February 17th from 11.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m., uh, you can visit the Central Park Arena and try out a sledge. And having played in the local sledge tournament, uh, it's really fun. <laughs> so I, I recommend people get out there and try that. And then there's the winter walk to school. So join the movement on February 12th and add a winter walk to your day, whether it's to school, to work, or around town. So uh, we're Excellent. working through our active transportation to promote those activities. Mayor Brian Saunders, and thank you so much for joining us here on Talk of the Town. Thanks, guys.